0: You're listening to the best of This is Arabella while she is on a week of spiritual maintenance for herself. Thank you for being here, subscribing, commenting, and never fear, she'll be back next week with all new morning episodes. And now, a message from our sponsor. Hello, my loves. This is Arabella. Thank you for being back for another episode of my podcast on Anchor FM. Today, we're going to go deep into talking about my personal experience with conscious grieving. Please note, I am not a psychologist or psychiatrist, these are my personal thoughts and experiences, um, which I am being divinely guided to share, because if you are human, then you have a pretty high percentage rate of chance of experiencing grief. As a human, we're born and we die. And our parents die, our friends die, our siblings die. So um, I will begin this with getting you up to speed where I am at. So today is Tuesday afternoon, September 24th. And I am up in Washington State with my family of origin. I'm getting ready to be a grandma any day, just waiting for the call Who's my daughter is ready to burst and have my first grandson. So that's an exciting time. And at the same time, um, my brother passed away. We, um, my sister and I hadn't heard from him. And uh, so we went over and found him in his apartment. And he had already been dead for a while when we found him, possibly overnight even. And what's interesting about being the one that is there either when the death happens, which is what I went through with my mother, I was actually holding her hand and it was me and her and a technician down in the basement of a hospital when she transitioned and it was very peaceful. Um, and then being the one that walks in and, and finds the body, you know, it, it, uh, to a lot of people is horrific. I think that would be a good word. Horrific. And when you are at a, a certain level of consciousness, it's not horrific. I walked in and I touched his body and he was cold. So I, I knew um, he had been gone a while and his soul was gone. And I had experienced that with my mother, too. The body is not (laughs) who we are. The body is not who we are. And the more conscious you are, as I said, you absolutely know that. So I just blessed his vessel. And then I have been able to speak to him a little bit since his transition, because we can do that. So this is a very different experience than when you're unconscious and you're attached to the body of the person. And we go through the whole, uh, many people that don't realize we're just a soul, which transitions. We have funerals and showings of the body and this and that, and that's fine. That's fine. This is just my experience and where I'm at. So where I'm at two days later is um after letting myself sob the first night, and that was what, because even though, You know, I don't know if all masters will agree with me where I am at on my journey right now is that I'm still having a human experience, even though my consciousness level is higher than it's ever been. And that I reside in a state of love and bliss more than not my human experience, because that's why I'm here to experience it still needed to cry and, and, Sob from the depths of my soul, shall we say. So I did go and look up the definition of grief. And if you're grieving, I encourage you to do so too. And there are emotions that we feel and acute grief is like what I went through the night of where I was crying and crying and crying and would wake up sobbing and, and whatever. And then there's chronic grief, which I've known several people to have happened because someone will die. And then someone else will die and then someone else will die and someone else will die and someone else will die, whether it's family or friends, and they haven't even dealt with the first death yet. And what happens is when you haven't had enough time or you haven't taken the conscious effort to heal from the first out of grief, and then more people keep dying on top of it, it you are in a state of overwhelm. It's like overwhelm and overwhelm and overwhelm and overwhelm. So some people actually will shut down because the pain is too extreme. Um, you know, other people will end up in the bottom of a bottle of alcohol and and go deep into. Um, that route or drugs or um, so I actually have someone in my family like this is numerous deaths just right on top of each other this is my so my father actually passed away in February and now seven months later my brother so my two father figures (laughs) have both died and It's okay. It's okay. Um, I'm being divinely guided to tell you why it's okay. Where I'm at. And part of telling you where I'm at is so that you will see that doing your self-healing work with um, reaching out to a counselor, a therapist, a Reiki healer is providing yourself self-love so that when life happens, because life is guaranteed to happen, you too can transition through it um, smoother. So I've done a ton of work. And where I'm at is, as I sit here, I'm very much both divine masculine and divine feminine, I can see it and I can feel it in my vessel and I can tap into either or at any time I wish. So for recording podcasts, for instance, I'm very much in my divine masculine energy in order to do that, in order to accomplish this task. The masculine is the doer. So you can do that too um and because i am so consciously aware of the feminine and masculine within me that also equates to being in tune with the light and dark within me the love and hate within me the fear and joy within me the broken heartedness for the loss of my brother At the same time as being in joy that um, I'm still alive, that I had amazing moments with him. So as with all things in life, it's about balance because, you know, every new, um, I'm visualizing trees. Trees are very symbolic for me. Um a very sp- special person taught me about grounding many years ago cuz I was not grounding at that time regularly. And we can be like a tree and visualize our roots going into mother earth, which makes us one with mother earth, but also like when life happens, you're not going to blow over. And so um And if you ever observe trees. Oftentimes, even in the middle of their growing season, there will be some that blow off in the wind or fall to the ground or start decomposing before the other ones, because that's life. There's always things decomposing. There's always things that are rebirthing and blossoming. So that would be. (laughs) the state I'm in. I am knowing that my grandson is getting ready to be born anytime. And this is just the cycle of life with my brother dying. So one of the main, this is the divine channeled messages for you about death. And, and death can even be like a job, or if you've lost the house that you love or anything you are attached to. And that is actually what creates the feeling of grief is your attachment to it. And we are here, those of us that are seeking enlightenment. One of the main things to learn is to live in a state of detachment. We're all one. But at the same time, we let nature lead and let things come and go. Now, there are action steps there, too. Like I said, I'm in the divine masculine, which is the energy of doing. So in order, so like, so, um, um, you know, you have to plant a tree sometimes. That would be the action Sometimes we have to plant that tree, which is going to both have new leaves in the spring and then have them fall off to the ground and decompose. And then we can use for compost for planting more in and enrich the soil and then plant new trees or new flowers or whatever, but it's all a life cycle. And it probably, you know, if you're in deep grief, I am in deep grief and it, it probably sounds like I'm being extremely analytical about it, but it's because I'm not attached to the quote unquote word loss because I have not lost him. I've not lost my brother. I've actually shifted into a new space of love and appreciation for my brother um, but when we're attached to, gosh, he was going to take me to such and such next week or next year, or I was going to do this with him, or I was going to call more, or I was going to, that's your stuff. That's not about the person. When we transition, I believe, and since I am a medium, I have spoken to and allowed many souls to enter my vessel and um, they're in no pain. They're in a space of love and I know that there's a lot of pain being on earth. So if you can realize consciously that Because many times, you know, when people die, it's because of illness or tragedy or suicide or or they were in pain of some kind, oftentimes, not always, but, um, they're in a better place now, so if that helps you hold on to that, but I encourage you to, um, Really seek counsel while you're grieving. Talk to people. Um, Be supported. Let yourself be supported. Grieving is not something that you want to do alone. Even uh, as an enlightened being, I am not alone. I have support around me. And I would like to say about that. Is that um, when we're grieving, (laughs) boy, my my ego and my inner child, that fear held in my inner child and the ego wanting to protect me got really angry because my brother and I, he was a positive role model, but it was um, a stressful relationship for a long time far from perfect however just this year he and I became closer than we ever had become and instead of letting my inner child and the ego be angry that finally we came together and now he's gone I am grateful So the more enlightened you are, you stay in that gratitude more than the anger. Um, And I'm really grateful. We actually um, went out to brunch just a few days before he passed. And I was divinely guided. You better contact him. I've been here a whole week, not quite even a week. And so I did, and he took me to his favorite restaurant, and he insisted on paying, and he never paid, which was interesting. And then there was this delightful garden shop across the street that I hadn't been in, and he's like, oh, you have to go there. Now, mind you, he um, has been having some health challenges and was walking with a cane and was having some vertigo, and he's like, no, we need to go there. And so he took me in, and we looked around, and I took pictures I happened to actually get the last picture of him. I didn't know it was going to be that. And we were playing with the wind chimes. And, um, he told me that back when he came to visit me around 1990, he had gone there and bought me something for my garden, which is long gone. And the garden is long gone, though I have driven by it like in the last week. Interestingly enough, um, But he remembered going there and that that thing that he bought for me, um, he wanted me to know that this was the store and wanted to introduce me to it. And it was really important to him. And then we went and sat by the water and sat on a bench. And we sat in agreement that maybe in the middle of the day, this is exactly what we were supposed to be doing. We were by the water. We were watching people play, talk. Um, we were watching the birds fly over and we were looking at the clouds and we were just connecting soul to soul and nothing else that had happened before in our lives mattered. We were very much in the moment and I'm really grateful for that moment with him and I get to cherish that forever. And, um, So I don't want this to be enormously long. Grief is individual. So again, please talk to somebody about it. If you're going through grief of any kind. And if you're on your spiritual journey, keep doing your work, Um, you know, stick to your routine. I have a routine I'm doing in the morning and even with traveling and going from home to home and, and there's death and everything. I am, I'm dedicated to myself, my God self and taking care of myself and still meditating and resting. And, um, and that's really important. Uh, And, oh, be properly hydrated. We often, you know, if you have any experience with codependency, enabling, people pleasing, we take care of everyone else. Well, when you're the one grieving, you need to take care of you. You're not going to do anybody any good if you're not taking care of yourself. Um, And last but not least, when when I did go into the anger the other day other evening. Um, and this is really common to have anger come up because I have people around and I have all these people from California. So I'm in Washington state right now. I have all these people in California when I reached out to let them know what was going on that were calling me and texting me and loving me and praying for me. But ultimately I don't have anyone to hold me right now. And someone that I actually really love was on a plane to Japan. So I couldn't even talk to him when everything happened. And then the other person that I really love um, doesn't want to talk to me. Because, um, you know, life... The human experience is sometimes complicated, shall we say. I don't want to... Um, People have boundaries, and I respect other people's boundaries and what they've requested. Until they make a decision that is different for them, I'm gonna respect it. Um, but anyway, so I finally got a hold of this person in Japan and told them, and and the reaction was, I guess inner child had an expectation of talking to this person would make everything all right, and it didn't. And that could be said, whether you're grieving or not, like to expect someone else to take all of your pain away or make things better is ridiculous. That isn't how it works. Um, did I feel let down a little bit? That would be the truth. And it's not. it's not about him. It's about me. What came from that for me was that it's me who must work through my feelings of grief. So even if someone else was here with me, sitting right next to me and holding me, they can't take my pain away f- for me. Um, you know, I, I've had some people that can transmute pain beautifully, but... um. Pain is a gift as much as love is a gift at this point. I really believe that. Like, I'm here in the human experience to feel. And I feel great love and bliss as much as I feel grief. And that would be the perfect balance of nature. And I am part of nature. And you are part of nature. Um, It is the not letting go that causes the grief. So, and I know that some people are not going to understand this at all because you're not at a certain level of in tune with the infinity we really are in tune with that we are love and I am seriously just as connected to my brother as I was now and I was reading uh, Yogananda the spiritual master who I adore I very much relate to him you can look him up on Google Yogananda Yogananda Y-O-G-A-N-A-N-D-A. Has many fantastic quotes. And I shared one with pictures of my brother on Facebook. And, uh, you know, my brother is in joy now. He's released. He is free. But on that same page, it was explained that... The death of the human body is actually the birth of the astral body. And then when the astral body dies, it's the birth of the human body. That is the cycle of this thing called life. I thank you for each person that listens to this you know, everyone's grief is different and it's a different situation. I'd be glad to talk to you about it personally if you would like. I'm all over social media. You can find me. Um, and remember that it's you that has to work through your feelings. And it's your attachment to uh, your expectations, to the person, to the situation, To your maybe your personal dreams that are not that were attached to them or the home or the job, it's always that word attachment. So, if you can do your detachment work, which is really important on the spiritual journey, it's important because that's what gives you freedom. So, even though my brother has died and I've had physical experience of, of being sad. Um, ultimately I'm happy. He's free. I got to spend time with this person. I got to go full circle with him from anger into love. And, um, I'm doing this podcast and uh, my life with a new inspiration because he believed in me and he finally said it out loud. So that's a big gift I can't I can't be sad about that you know these are tears of joy that are coming out as I speak. Uh, I love you all. this is Arabella. This is Arabella is a black-white production, copyright 2020, starring Reverend Arabella Marie. We thank you for supporting this podcast by subscribing, sharing, and or becoming a monthly donor. Until we meet again.